Hi, my name is Yang Mei Ui, and you're listening to the Fusion View podcast. Fusion View is my personal cross-cultural view on life, culture, running, social media, and anything else that takes my interest. You can also check out my blog at fusionview.co.uk. There's been a bit of a gap between the the last podcast and this one, um, mainly because I've been terribly busy uh, since my fun run. Um, I have been recording audio, but just haven't had a chance to sit down and put it all together. Um, The uh, thing that I've been trying out um, in in the interim is a live phone blogging uh, platform called ipadio.com um, and with that uh, service you can phone a uh, landline number um, in the UK or in uh, the US um, uh, from any phone uh, that you've registered um, and when you um, leave your message it's actually live and uh, and people can come and listen to you um, uh, in real time uh, give or take five seconds um, and it's uh, synchronized with Twitter so uh, as soon as you start um, phone blogging on there, it sends a little note to Twitter um, and all your Twitter followers can uh, see that you're live phone blogging and come and listen to you. Um, And so I've tried that out um, and you'll see that, uh, um, or you'll hear that there are a number of snippets coming up um, which I've downloaded um, from the iPadio site um, so that uh, you can see uh, or experience um, what that uh, sounds like. The, The audio quality isn't brilliant because uh, it's obviously I, I've done from a mobile phone um, and uh, but still I think it's a it's a really interesting uh, technology that allows you to do uh, live broadcasting um, so um, here we go enjoy and uh, let me know what you think uh, whether you'll be trying out iPadio or not well I'm very uh, frustrated because um, last week uh, I was preparing for um, the 5K fun run uh, that happened on Sunday, and I was trying to do some uh, core strengthening exercises, and um, I did something to my left leg, pulled some muscle or strained it or something, and it was uh, really giving me a bit of grief um, in the few days leading up to Sunday fun run. Um, but I, I I went and did it anyway, because I thought after all this time, I really can't just whip out. All my friends would laugh at me. Uh, it was my first... Um, 5K, so I had to do it, and I did it, you know, as um, you would have heard in my previous podcast, in about 32 minutes, which is a personal record, and, which I'm very pleased about, but as a result of that, um, the leg has really been acting up, it's a sort of, um, some sort of muscle in the back of the leg, up in the thigh um, area, um, that's just been twinging, it's not hugely painful, I'm not incapacitated, and I'm not hobbling as I walk, um, but it just has been giving me a bit of trouble, so I've... Um, not been uh, running, and I'm now um, just left work a little bit early so I can go and see uh, the osteopath, and hopefully she can sort it out and tell me that uh, it will be all right. Um, so uh, I'm um, uh, hoping that that's going to sort things out. But uh, the, the problem is uh, that I was looking forward to really building on the success of my 5K run and uh, get on and um, do some more running. Uh, but this week, uh, I don't think I'll be able to. Um, but I said that's not, not a problem because uh, I've had, I have a lot of social engagements this, uh, this week. Um, not least that uh, last night I, there was a Society of Authors event, um, which was good fun. Uh, this evening I'm meeting up with my family. My mum my has, um, has uh, come uh, from Malaysia, so it would be really good to hook up, hook up with her and, uh, and my sister. And um, 
tomorrow there are some lit bloggers coming up uh, from, from Malaysia again, and so I'm going to catch up with them. Um, I have to say blogging, and, uh, and, and the internet has been excellent in terms of making new friends from all over the world. And I've, I've met a number of um, lit bloggers in Malaysia. Um, I was actually invited a couple of years back to go and give a reading uh, just um, through my blogging contacts. And so I gave a, a reading at... Um, at, uh, uh, at readings, which is run by Shai Bakar on Saturday afternoon in Kuala Lumpur, and also at the MPH bookshop, and just all through making contacts through blogging, which is excellent. And it was great fun, so I've made some new friends as well who are, um, and whom we can keep in touch. So it's great that I'm going to be seeing Kenny on Thursday, and then on Friday there's a, there's a dinner party. So, you know, um, I wouldn't be able to sit in any, any running anyway, but I certainly will have to make up for it, I think, next week. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, run off all the, all the good food and dinner parties that I'll be having this week. Um, so anyway, I will report back uh, to what the Austria says about my leg, um, uh, and I hope that you'll be interested, uh, because I hope that you'll be interested in my continuing success as a runner, um, but uh, at least uh, I'll have a continuing success as a socialite <laughs> um, uh, in, in, in the meantime. Well, I've uh, just been to see the octopus about my gammy leg. Um, it's nothing too serious. Um, it's essentially, she says, that I've got a stiffening of the hip flexors, which is related to my weak lower back and the way that I run. So she did some massaging and manipulation, and she's going to give me, well, she has given me some stretching exercises uh, and leg and hip strengthening exercises. Um, I have to say, I thought I was doing this the stretching exercises she uh, mentioned, um, but I think I must have been doing them wrong. So she's um, corrected my technique, or showed me the proper technique. So I just need to make sure I, I do lots of them every day, and also to do some um, hip and leg strengthening exercises, which is essentially um, marching on the spot with my knees up, um, uh, raising my knees as high as possible. Um, then she's going to progress me to running on the spot uh, with my knees as high as possible, but first to do the, the walking on the spot. Um, and um, she said not to run for the next few days and just see how I feel at the weekend and uh, perhaps start some gentle running then. And she wants to see me next week again um, to do some more manipulation. Um, and I have to say, um, the manipulation had me literally um, almost screaming because it's um, that part of the, the bum where um, it's really, really tender and... Um, that particular spot, I don't know um, what it's called, but it's that famous spot where um, all massage therapists, um, sports therapists and osteopaths always poke. Um, and uh, it just is incredibly painful. And then so she was doing a lot of manipulation around there and also around the hips. And it was yeah, excruciating. Um, and then she had me on my, on, my front, on my back and she was doing more manipulation and massage work on my thigh. And it was everything that I could do to not kick her in the head with my other foot on my knee just because it was so painful. And every now and then I couldn't help but let out a kind of groan and a squeal. Um, hopefully it didn't scare away the other patients in, in the waiting room. But anyway, I do feel a lot better and it's much looser. So and it's all worth it. I just need to make sure that I do the exercises and, um, and, and, uh, and get fit again and strong again. So it's nothing too disastrous and it's... Um, Hopefully, I'll be able to run again um, at the end of the weekend. Um, and in which 
in between times, I'll just have to enjoy evenings of long running and socializing and eating and being with friends and, and just kind of relaxing. Um, so, so yes, so there we are. If you're listening to me uh, live, you'll know what time it is. But if you're listening uh, to me uh, on my podcast, um, then it's 10:15. Uh, on Tuesday, the 28th of April, 2009, uh, London time. I've just come back from uh, an event at the Royal Azure Society of Authors. It was a sort of spring gathering drinks event. Um, and um, it's, uh, it was... Um, um, goodness, I've lost my train of thought. Um, yes, it, uh, it, it, the Society of Authors is a, a, a society for authors, um, and they do a lot of campaigning for authors' rights and, um, and, and legal standing and, and contracts and so on. Um, and I joined a few years ago, and every now and then they have these drinks events. Um, for this one, um, they had initially planned a, a smallish venue, um, but when they sent the word out that uh, not only would there be uh, authors, uh, they would also invite special guests who were agents, um, literary agents, publishers, uh, and so on, uh, the, um, the RSVPs from all the authors um, inundated them, and so they actually had to change the venue to a much larger venue. Um, and uh, so we turned up this evening, uh, my friend uh, and writer, Caro Fraser and I, and it was in this uh, rather huge auditorium um, at a private members club. Um, and the, the authors, uh, we were all, we all had white name tags. The special guests had uh, green uh, name tags, um, and there were a, a number of people from uh, uh, the high-profile literary agencies, such as Curtis Brown. Um, and it was interesting also to see that there were representatives there from Amazon. Um, and uh, it, uh, I had a, a chat with the people at Amazon, and it struck me that it was great that this uh, big uh, corporate web virtual entity um, um, was actually making an effort to reach out to um, authors direct and to be present at an event like that. Um, it was interesting chatting to them because um, I asked them, you know, what were the authors saying to them? Um, and apparently um, many of the, the authors were saying, well, you know, you got my ISBN number wrong um, and things like that. Um, but uh, what was interesting is that they, uh, Amazon apparently have a print-on-demand service where they um, work with authors um, to uh, so that uh, authors whose books were out of print um, could use this print-on-demand service, um, and um, so that when people ordered the, the book on Amazon, it would then at that point be printed and delivered to the purchaser within within a couple of days, which um, is really the wonders of modern technology, I think. Um, and uh, I, I don't really know the, the ins and outs of it, but uh, I think that that, that seems to be the way forward uh, for, for uh, sales and, and book sales. And it may be that that's why um, Amazon are trying to build direct links with their authors. Um, and there was another uh, company there uh, with a website, and, and unfortunately I didn't have time to check them out. I think they might be called something like Book Connect, and they are a service that connects booksellers directly with authors or authors directly with booksellers. And again, this seems to be the, the sort of trend to, um, there's a lot of um, authors, mid-list authors and, and perhaps uh, low-end list authors who are having difficulty uh, getting their books published and, and, and reprinted because of the economies of scale and so on, but it's only big block, block-busting authors who are being um, 
published uh, and taken on by the literary agents and, and the big publishers, but there have to be some other means uh, using uh, modern technology such as printing on demand and so on, um, and websites where, and, and social networks uh, to connect them to to their reading public. Um, so that, that was certainly um, uh, interesting to see those trends uh, coming up. Um, Margaret Drabble uh, is the chair of the Society of Authors, and she gave a very rousing speech that was um, almost Churchillian, I think, uh, as in Winston Churchill, uh, because uh, current trends with mid-list and, and lower-end authors having difficulties um, uh, getting books uh, accepted and, and published and so on, she made a very rousing speech, essentially to the to the, to the, the um, uh, a sort of clarion call for, for writers, you know, that in these difficult times, it's good to have a party and bring us all together and that we will fight them on the beaches, fight them on the mountains, fight them in the bookshops, whatever, um, to be given, a, a, you know, a good deals and fair deals. Um, and uh, that's um, a reminder to, to agents and uh, publishers and booksellers that, you know, they, they need authors because the authors are the creative energy. Well, unfortunately, uh, the sound quality of those last few clips uh, wasn't very good. That was because I was phoning them in uh, using my mobile phone, uh, calling them into iPadio, the live phone blogging site. Um, and um, I was uh, on a train on one of them, um, and I didn't want to be one of those annoying people uh, that shouts into their mobile phones on the train um, and get funny looks from, from other passengers. Um, so um, I guess I was mumbling in certain places, and um, also it was in the station, and I think the um, the um, uh, mobile phone signal wasn't uh, as strong as it might be. Um, but I, I guess um, the moral of that story is that uh, I need to decide uh, that if I'm going to be a podcaster by mobile phone, um, I should be um, uh, firm in my convictions uh, and uh, and speak loudly and, and podcast from the mobile phone, regardless of whether the uh, p uh, train passengers uh, are going to give me funny looks uh, or not. Um, Anyway, um, I want to uh, also tell you uh, about uh, another social uh, socialising event uh, uh, last week um, while um, I was letting my gammy leg recover. Um, I met up with uh, lit blogger Kenny Ma, who blogs at um, Life for Beginners. Um, he lives in Kuala Lumpur, um, and he was over in uh, in London for, for a holiday. So um, we met up for tea, um, and uh, that was very nice. We were at uh, Brown's Brasserie, um, and the nice thing was that they served tea and scones, so um, he was able to have an English, uh, in, a grand English tea uh, with his friend um, uh, um, CK, and uh, um, so uh, it was it was it was a sort of nice touristy thing, but also. Um, uh, had a nice sort of ambiance um, with with the sort of um, it's quite a sort of colonial palm court feel to uh, in Brown's Brasserie, so so I like that very much because it reminds me of um, of of Malaysia and and, uh, and the sort of old colonial feel of those uh, buildings. Um, and it was really nice uh, catching up with him uh, because we, we met a few years ago when I went to uh, Kuala Lumpur um, and uh, I'd, uh, I'd actually been in touch with him before um, and through our blogs. And in fact, there's a whole sort of Malaysian blogging community who are into books and writing. And uh, that's how I hooked up with, with him and, um, and uh, bloggers like Sharon Bakar. Um, I was uh, surfing the net when I first started uh, my blog, fusionview.co.uk, um, and interested to see if there were other uh, people in Malaysia who were interested in, in writing and, and reading and books um, and came across their blogs and um, you know we were sort of commenting on each other's blogs and, and so on um, and I um, happened to mention um, 
that I was coming to, to KL uh, on, uh, for, for a week. Um, and um, Sharon Bacar, um, who organises a, a monthly Saturday afternoon um, event for local writers uh, and people interested in books called Readings, um, immediately emailed me and said that she would um, rearrange the date of that, that month's uh, readings uh, and so that I could come along, which was really, really excellent. So I went along and... Um, uh, I was able to, to read an, an extract of something that I was working on at the time and also listen to other local writers, uh, journalists, poets, uh, short story writers. Um, and it was, it was great fun. Um, there's such a, a nice, friendly atmosphere in that group um, and everybody being very supportive and, and encouraging. Um, and also Sharon uh, put me in touch with... Um, uh, with with the local bookstore uh, chain NPH, um, and they invited me to 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 give a talk about getting published, uh, writing and getting published in the UK, which I uh, which I was able to do at one of their their stores. So so that was good fun. And anyway, Kenny was um, at the event um, at uh, at readings, and um, it was really great to to meet up with him. Um, but uh, at that time, um, there was, you know, it was quite a big crowd, so we didn't really get a chance to chat properly. And uh, in, in between times in the last couple of years, we've been carrying on following each other's lives uh, through our blogs. Um, and so it was really great uh, when he mentioned he was coming uh, on, his, on his blog. Um, uh, or maybe he commented on mine. Anyway, I immediately emailed him and said, you know, obviously we, we've got to meet up. So um, it, was, it was good to, to, to see him. Um, and just um, hear from him what it's like uh, to be a young guy uh, living and working in Kuala Lumpur um, and uh, all these sort of um, uh, things that he and his, his friends get up to. It's uh, quite, a, quite a different and, and very peculiarly Malaysian uh, sort of lifestyle, I think, because um, we were talking about here how here there's, uh, you know, people do pub crawls, which is, um, you know, you go from one pub to the other and, and with your mates and, and uh, and, and drink and so on. And I've always felt um, slightly out of that culture because I, I don't really drink. Um, so it was uh, funny to hear from him how he and his friends go on um, food crawls, which is that uh, they meet up in the evening and they go from one restaurant to, to another. And uh, for, it's not actually just restaurants, but kind of from hawker stall to hawker stall. Um, if um, any of you know Malaysia or, or Asia, you'll know that um, one of the uh, things... Uh, uh, that, that characterizes Asia is these open air food stalls, hawker stalls, where there's you know an old granny uh, maybe making her, her fried noodles and she's been doing it for years and uh, she's still doing it even though all around her you know the city has changed and modernized. Uh, but you know people know that her stall is you know has the best fried noodles and and uh, in, in Malaysia it's a it's a very specifically Malaysian thing. You know people will drive for miles across town or even across. Um, states uh, um, uh, from town to town to to find this their special uh, favorite um, or uh, well-known um, hawker stall um, and so he, he was describing how you know they might of an evening kind of go hey let's go and find you know this particular burger uh, um, that's been uh, you know uh, sold by this uh, one hawker stall and they'd uh, drive off and, and uh, uh, apparently, these burger stalls park outside the Seven Elevens, which are open, uh, you know, at all hours, because they know that people uh, coming home from work or, or parties or whatever uh, would pass by the Seven Eleven, and um, and there would be uh, their their perfect opportunity to to grab a burger, um, and. Uh, 
Uh, and so I was feeling, oh, I wish, you know, it would be so good if there was this, uh, this uh, opportunity here because um, I, I, would, I would love to, to, um, to, to experience that um, rather than going from pub crawl to, to, to pub crawl, uh, pub to pub uh, on, on a pub crawl. Um, and he was saying that a gang of his mates wants to want to hire um, a, a, a little minivan um, so that they can do a, a food crawl from um, city to uh, city to city and town to town and state to state. So they would drive across Malaysia, going from one famous food stop to to another, which just sounds um, perfect to me. Um, and and he was also saying that there's a gang of um, food bloggers um, who. Uh, uh, take their cameras with them wherever they go uh, in Malaysia or, or, you know, if they travel abroad. And, and they have these amazing um, paparazzi-style st cameras um, with big zoom lenses and so on. And every time they go out for a meal, when, when the food arrives, they whip out their cameras um, and take pictures. Um, and he said that going, going to a restaurant with them is, is like, um, because he didn't have a camera. Um, at one stage when the food arrived, everybody whipped out their cameras and, and he felt like the people, uh, other people at the restaurant were looking at him and saying, oh, he must be famous or something. They were whispering, uh, you know, and looking at each other and looking at him because there were all these photographers whipping out their cameras. But no, in fact, they were taking pictures uh, of, of the food. Um, I, I, for me, I don't think I can actually be a, be a food blogger because um, every time uh, I am at a restaurant, and I have a camera and I think, well, maybe, you know, be quite nice for my blog, um, particularly if it was a sort of fusion style food to take a picture and blog about it I always forget because once the food arrives I dive straight in um, and, and gobble it up and then it's only when the dish the, the plate is empty that I, I realize uh oh I forgot to take to take the photos because I've been uh, too greedy um, anyway so so that was uh, my uh, socializing uh, evening uh, with with Kenny from from Malaysia um, uh, last week, um, and uh, and uh, well, I've got to tell you uh, um, uh, about uh, this this chap I met um, at um, at the next dinner party, which was the um, next evening um, uh, at, in in my local area down the street with one of my neighbours, and she had invited about um, sixteen people around this enormous uh, dining table, and I had. Uh, the good fortune of sitting next to a young young barrister um, who is into something called adventure racing. Now, I I've never heard of adventure racing, um, um, and uh, you know I know about marathoning, cycling, uh, swimming, and so on, and of course triathlon. And and he's done uh, some triathlons, but he's he says that uh, adventure racing is one of the growing sports uh, in the UK. Now, what adventure racing is? It's three sports. It's a bit like a triathlon, but um, it's a little bit more strategic. Um, so he says that the one that he did recently in, in the Lake District um, involved um, cross-country mountain biking. So you're, you're, it's off-road stuff, so you're going through this parkland or, or, or um, wilderness landscape um, along this uh, track that's been set up, uh, or, um, or a trail that's been set up uh, along these wilderness tracks. And then uh, after that, you, uh, after cycling, you run. Uh, again, it's cross-country running. Um, and then they kayaked, um, and sometimes adventure racing also takes place in cities. He did he did one he said in, in Birmingham, uh, which is a big industrial uh, city, um, and they uh, I think they cycled a along a, a river path, um, arrived in the city and had to find various landmarks. And one of the key things of adventure racing is that there are various checkpoints that. Um, 
you can go and uh, 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 you need to go and uh, check into, but you can't do all of them in the time given. So um, you've got to then strategize as to which ones you can make in the time that you've got left um, and collect as many points as you can. And um, you get heavily penalized if you don't get into uh, the last uh, home checkpoint. So um, you, know, you have to decide, well, is it, is it worth uh, actually skipping all of them, all of the mini checkpoints and actually getting home? Um, and it's, it's a team sport, unlike uh, triathlon, which is uh, an individual sport. So with, the, uh, with your team, you've got to strategize and, and decide and agree and discuss, argue um, what you need to do. And uh, there are some, uh, some checkpoints. There are also other activities that you could get involved with to, to gain more points. So, for example, he said on the Birmingham one, Birmingham one, um, you uh, actually um, there's an opportunity to abseil, and then you get you know a certain number of points for that. But you may not have time, and it may be better strategically to to rush past, uh, run home, uh, back to the home checkpoint. Um, so that looks uh, that, that sounds really really fascinating. So um, I might check that out. Um, uh, I don't think I'm I'm fit enough yet to do uh, adventure racing, but it sounds certainly sounds uh, sounds very very good fun. And um, yeah, so that was my. A very very sociable uh, week, um, and since then um, I'm very glad to say that uh, my leg seems to have got a bit better, so I've started started running again. Um, but uh, the socialising seems to continue because the other day, uh, when was it? Yesterday, uh, Sunday, I, I went for a run in the morning, and um, I was I was feeling quite good. That the leg was a little bit twingy, but um, uh, I was able to, to to run fairly smoothly at a steady pace. Um, and uh, I bumped into a very good friend uh, uh, and her her boyfriend and and uh, uh, and her little dog uh, while I was having a my, my jog around the park, and so stopped for for a chat, which was which was fun. Um, and on my way uh, out of the park when I'd finished, um, I, I bumped into, or I walked past, um, this other uh, runner whom I'd seen previously on my other runs, and we always sort of smile and nod. But this time, uh, I, I sort of, as I walked past, I said, oh, you know, I, I always seem to see you uh, start get, you know, start uh, your run when, as I finish. And she said, she said oh, no, 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 I've actually uh, just finished uh, my run, um, and I've just been doing sprints. So we had a, a, a little chat, and um, she it turned out that she's actually a, a fitness trainer, and she was telling me uh, about um, um, running and swimming, and that there's a good gym with a with a pool in the Deptford area in, in South London. Um, and so we 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 both wished each other uh, you know a good weekend and headed headed off. Um, and you know, in, what one thinks of London as a big unfriendly city, um, you know, where you don't know anyone and it can be very isolating. Um, but I just love these little encounters. Um, in, in the suburbs, and it, it, it tends to happen more in the suburbs than in the centre of town. Um, but you know, where you bump into people you know, or um, friends, or, or actually you just happen to pass a stranger, and, and people are in a good mood because it's you know Sunday, it's off the bank holiday, it's a beautiful day, and you just exchange a few words, and it just um, that that it's a wonderful um, human connection, um, and uh, you sort of feel um, kind of warm and. And, and cuddly and, and connected to, to, to other people and, and you know you feel that the sun's out and all's well with the world.
Well, that about wraps it up for this time. Uh, but before I go, I'd uh, like to read you an email that I got. Um, and uh, it's very exciting when uh, when uh, a podcaster or a blogger gets comments or emails. So um, I'm really thrilled that Lib um, wrote to me uh, under the subject line, Running Soulmate. And uh, Lib writes, Hello, I found you through a remark made by Zen Runner on Twitter, and I feel that I found a running soulmate. I'm an over-60 runner who didn't start until old age, started staring me down, and I decided to run from the reaper, as it were. Your London fun run had me giggling out loud with your descriptions of having to pee and being somewhat intimidated by all the crowds and the logistics of being in such a huge race. I look forward to listening to more. Very enjoyable for me. Cheers. Uh, from Lib in Canada. And uh, Lib also has a blog, and that's spelled L-Y-B-B-E. And her blog is at uh, liblybbe1631.blogspot.com. That's lib1631, that's the figures, 1631.blogspot.com. And she's based in London, Ontario, in Canada. And the bio on Lib's blog says, Lifelong weight problem. Decided at £308 or more that I wasn't going to let myself slide any further. I've lost over £100 and have about 50 more to lose. I feel better than I did 20 years ago, and I know I have lengthened my life expectancy. Wow, that is quite amazing to have started running at an um, at an elderly age uh, of uh, over 60 and to have lost £100. Um, good on you, Lib, and thanks very much for your uh, email. Um, and by the way, since then, I've been following Lib um, on Twitter, and she's actually now started podcasting. Um, so you can find her podcast on iTunes uh, if you type in her name, L-Y-B-B-E, um, or the podcast is called uh, 50 Counting Down. So hopefully you'll check that out. Um, and I've certainly subscribed to it uh, in in in, uh, in iTunes. Um, so if you'd like to uh, leave me a comment uh, or voicemail, uh, you can go to my contacts page on my blog, which is fusionview.co.uk forward slash contact, um, and you'll find uh, a, an email form there and uh, various options to leave me voicemails, um, either via your computer or uh, by phone. Um, so thank you for listening, and until next time, this is Yang Mei signing off from fusionview.co.uk. Okay.